Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of How to Scale a Business. I'm on with Tatiana Alford, founder of Rare Breed Consulting. Hey, Tatiana, thank you so much for being in the show. Appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. It is a pleasure. Amazing. And I'm actually curious, how did you start your career? <laughs> so I actually started my career when I was still in college. I was working at a luxury swimsuit shop and the owner needed some flyers for a trade show. And I was already in business and administration classes or the science of business administration, if I am saying it correctly. Um, and I immediately said yes, and I would help him do it. And it was just a double-sided flyer. Um, and then things kind of built from there. I was then a marketing associate for a shoe company in Los Angeles. I was mm. an influencer manager for a fast fashion company in Los Angeles. And things just kind of continued to develop both corporately and privately. So I kind of kept clients the whole time and kept, you know, a corporate eye on everything that was happening in marketing. So that's how things started. I uh, see. So I believe that gives you like a good foundation right there. That's great. That's great. And um, so that's how you, you started your business. It's because of your experience. It's snowballed and became what we what it is right now. And I know there's like every like every story, there's like a challenge. So every business, there's like a struggle. No doubt about that. But with the business that you got right here and your experience in the industry, what's like the greatest struggle that you experience and how do you overcome that? Ooh, I have two. I have two. So my initial struggle was that my type of marketing was never a fit for the companies that I worked for. Um, I was very much about authenticity and just making sure that all of the marketing I was doing was innovative and right up to the minute. And a lot of the companies that I was working for were kind of late adopters. They weren't interested in kind of keeping things in the forefront of things until I got to that fast fashion company and they were like, okay, you see this, let's do it. You see, you see this, let's do it. And I would still say that they were early adopters in almost everything that they did anyway. So it was just mm -hmm. the best like potential fit and they, their, their follower count and their impressions, it shows. So that's one issue, but my more personal issue is um, there's a quote by I think Simon Sinek, I could be mm -hmm. wrong, but he says, you don't uh, rise to your expectations, you fall to your systems. Mm. I believe that's the quote. And just making sure that I have the proper systems in place, both as a human and as a business owner to ensure that I'm giving the right amount of time to myself and my business. Mm. Um, and essentially making sure that I scale on track with how I'm growing as a human. There are times mm. when people scale and they're not prepared for it. There are times when people aren't able to scale and they feel like they have all the, you know, expectations in place, but their systems are not prepared. So mm. really for me, the lesson has been about, okay, what do I foresee that I can handle and what systems do I need to have in place so that I can actually meet those needs that I have for myself, meet those goals that I have for myself. So I, I totally agree with you with that one because if you don't have like a, a prepared system for what you're going to do, either you're not be able to attain where you're at or you're not be able to hold it or it will collapse at some point. And it's, it's, it's pretty, um, 
I, I think it's pretty simple and cliche of like taking care of yourself. But a lot of like business owners that I know that that has been running a company for like two decades, they have like a, not really like a, a good balance, but they take care well of themselves. Like a lot of people that I know um, that is in like CEOs, founders of like over two decades company don't even like drink alcohol. Okay, mm. and like their sleeping pattern, it's totally intact. The, the nutrition that they intake every day, they, they take care of their system because mm. it's like one of the the ones that like receive a great ROI, if you believe in that. Okay, And um, actually, it, it is a pretty great challenge, right? Another challenge is that that we face today is that, especially in, in a landscape of media, because it's constantly changing, especially with the chat GPT around with this AI, how do you keep up with these changes? I make time to intake as much information as I can. And I play with mm-hmm. the things that I'm learning about immediately. I don't let, like, chat GPT, I think one of the reasons that people are so afraid of it is because they haven't played with it. They don't know what it actually mm. does. They're just I agree. And it's a great innovation, but it if you play with it and you experiment with it and you like do your work to understand it, you understand that it's not really going to steal a lot of jobs. It's very robust in the things that it can do, but it still needs support. It's still a computer learning human, human, uh, human behavior, human interaction, human conversation. Mm -hmm. So it's really for me just about taking the time to like keep up with the news, um, tech news and like AI news, machine learning news, and then playing with it, learning about it. And then if possible, there are always uh, people talking about it on like LinkedIn events and different kinds of settings like that. So Mm. it's all helpful. I agree, especially if you're going to like utilize it as a tool, right? That's that's where it gets like... um, like pretty interesting and you know it, it will still grow like two to three years from now that's like actually a lot of people that i interview in a show if i'll ask them about the changes of course uh, they will automatically brought up chat gpt but the the, la- the thing that i love about it is their perspective they see it as an opportunity they see it as something like the, that will improve instead of like being afraid of about it because that's how you grow business right Yes, like, yes. And I fully agree that it is an opportunity. When you play with it, you figure out that it's it helps take a lot of the drudgery, all of the like, you know, mind numbing, trying to brainstorm being mm-hmm. the stuckness of marketing where you're trying to drum up a creative idea. Chat GPT can get things can get the ball rolling, can get things started. So I really agree with that. Mm-hmm. Totally. And not just with like chat GPT, but also with the with the new stuff that are coming in, with the struggles, they see it as an opportunity. It like is. even recession, they see it as an opportunity. That's what makes them like grow their business that big. Mm-hmm. And um, another thing, can you provide like any like tactic or tools that have been particular um, effective, particularly effective in like growing your business or building your business? Mm-hmm. I've been a really big fan of Copy AI. I've been a really big fan of. Uh, Adobe Suite, <laughs> but like, who is it? Um, I'm trying to think critically, but um, I I rely on a lot of tools to make sure that I'm reaching and nurturing the audience that I have. Mm. 
and I'm trying to recall. Oh. And you can also like delve into like tactics or like principles that you have that really helpful in growing your business. Okay. So I think that the first point of awareness, this is tough because it's like I, I, I write about stuff all the time that I think is very <laughs> important. Um, I think that if I'm looking at one thing specifically, I think that having a consistent and cohesive brand persona is key. I think mm. that um, it changes the way that you do business, obviously, and has legitimate effects on your indicators of success, whether it's mm. brand equity, profit, those kinds of things. Pushing back to like the artificial intelligence aspects, because our, digi- our landscape, our economic and uh, creative landscape is now so digital, it's integral that we begin to incorporate more forms of automation. It doesn't matter what Mm. it is, just try to continue to work through how that would look for your business. Because just sincerely considering our time, it's very tough to answer uh, three emails that have the same frequently Mm. asked question in them. Mm. If you have a system set up where you have um, a specific uh, email series that helps your audience understand Okay, so these questions are frequently asked. There's a section on my website that covers it. Here's the link. Or if you directly put that information into the email and you have it there and it's automatic, your hands are off, your time Mm -hmm. is now restored to you. So it's those kinds of things that we have to continue to look at when we're thinking about AI, when we're thinking about the systems that we have in our business. Mm -hmm. And also when we think about how we involve our brand persona. It covers all of that. I think that an aspect of AI that, (laughs) I was, okay, I was listening to this marketing campaign and I think it Mm -hmm. was um, a tourism kind of, uh, I think it was from Vancouver. And it's Mm -hmm. talking about, um, oh, you know, this is what our AI had to say about Vancouver. It's a great concept as far as the idea of what's going on but like listening to the ad itself it didn't make sense and it drive it drove me nuts I <laughs> it, it made me a little uh <laughs> I don't know it there was some dissonance that I was experiencing because of that and it's a marvelous idea but I do think that we still owe it to ourselves to imbue the humanness um of you know, any, any company, any brand, any person behind the company, it should still be imbued in the, into the things that you put out into the public. So when I'm thinking about that ad and it kind of removed all the humanness of it because of the um, clear marks of AI all over it, just sentences that kind of didn't make sense. Um, I think at one point it said something along the lines of, the city has a taste or flavor of, I, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to look it up and I'm going to send it to you. It just, <laughs> it lacks some general human. <laughs> mm, that's the concept on it. Logic. Yeah. So just we need to do our best to keep our hands on the things that we do and mm. keep it authentic to who we are. And Agreed. Be- Agree. 
agree. And one of the things that I uh, totally relate to, to that is you said like automating things because it's it's pretty important. You said if you will make this thing automatic, you can remove your hands from it and then you have a free hands now who can do another work or more important work to do. It's the same like like developing a habit, like repeating it in a in a in repeating it again and again until it will became automatic. It will not consume too much of your willpower of your energy, so you can like do a lot of things. Yeah, I I totally agree with that one. And if you can use that one in your business, like to automate things, even if it will cost you, well that that would be that has like a great ROI as well because you have a free up free up like time now like less the stuff on your plate so you can do more important things totally agree that's yeah. that's awesome and how about speaking any metrics or kpi that you measure for for the success of your your clients and also your business what kpis do you use mm, that's a good question i think because of where i am in business i really focus on the customers I speak to directly and the mm. customers on my wait list or the clientele on my wait list. I don't like specifically to use the word customers, but if I have a lot of interest in what I do and I've gone through and I've supported people already, that's, that's what I want. Um, mm. Does help to have views and likes on things. Just, you know, those are feel good metrics to me, but I'm more about, being hands-on and being of service. So at the end of the year, I like to look at the number of people that I've helped. <laughs> it's mm. very simple. Um, I like to look at the number of like people that are reaching out to me like, hey, this really helped my business. I like that a lot. I like positive comments. It's, it's simplistic. I'm sure other people would say mm. like, oh yeah, I like to look at the uh, click-through and conversions. I like to look at the conversions from uh, conversions from email those kinds of things are usually very popular but I gotta tell you just knowing that I'm helping people and supporting people with my work is what I want to do so makes me happy. mainly like the quality of relationship that you've built with your business that's what satisfies you yes. which is pretty amazing it's the way the, the way you answer the question I can feel the, the sincerity of it the sincerity of it so you're coming out uh, with a pure heart that's that's pretty amazing which will be like also a good foundation for business um what advice can you provide by the way to to those who wanted to uh, like already have in the business because we have a lot of like small to medium size um business owners listening to the show and a lot of them are in like software industry technology industry so what advice can you provide to them if they want like scale their business, increase the sales and revenue through marketing. Like, from your experience, what would be the, the best advice that you can provide to them? Mm. That is, I could give, oh, one piece of advice, one piece, one piece. Mm -hmm. Like based from your experience uh, with the clients that you work with, um, the people that you've helped with, also, with, with these relationships that you established, let's just base it on that. Or I think my question is like very general. How about those people who wanted to like um, utilize marketing effectively? How about that? My first mind is saying get clear on who you want to help and how. Mm. Um, it's like your target demographic. Yeah, 
but it's even more than your target audience. It's like, who do you want to see win? Who mm. do you want to see succeed? And how does what you're doing provide that to people? I, that might be cliche. I don't know. If we, I'm, <laughs> there's a lot of focus yeah. these days on like finding a perfect customer. And that's, that's fair and true. But there's something to be said for the people that never purchase from you, but still interact with you. You want them mm. to come up with something, right? So how do you want them to be affected by what you do? How do you want them to succeed? Whether they buy something from you or not. Mm. Because okay. I, I think that another aspect of this piece of advice is that whenever we enter a market, there are going to be people, people that buy from us and people that don't. And we are responsible for all of those interactions across the board. Whether they do or don't purchase from us, we have an influence on those people. And I do think that there's something to be said for wanting every interaction that you have as a business to be meaningful, to be valuable, to be supportive. Um, I don't think a lot of business owners honestly think that way. I'm not 100% sure, but um, I think that a lot of people run their business based off of their customers. And that's, that's the true way, right? Mm -hmm. But I think there's something to be said for wanting every single person that interacts with your brand sees your brand i think there's something to be said for everyone being able to receive value from what we do mm. so that's my thought on it that's my piece of advice <laughs> <laughs> which is which is pretty uh, amazing you, you like you're coming from a place of like providing value and I completely understand the simplicity if you just heard the answer of this like a prominent individuals who's already in like 5,000 INC companies, it's pretty amazing how simple their answer, their answers are. You know, there's this guy um, from Connect Sport, I believe. He's been in the industry of sports for like 35 years. He's, what he did is like just connecting the dots, connecting connections to like establish a business, like improve some businesses. That's, mm -hmm. that's, what, he, what, that, that's what he do. And his core principle is just honesty have integrity he says that i've been with my wife since we're high school i have two kids i never cheated on my wife never cheated on my kids because if you do that you will cheat with your business it's pretty simple right no, no much like data on it so that's just pretty amazing so if when you say earlier it's kind of like cliche it's definitely not that's what i usually heard from people with pretty great foundation for their business so what you provided to us is like super insightful so Definitely, definitely, definitely not cliche. And um, Ajana, if um, if anyone wants to connect with you, reach out to you, partnering with you, want to work with you, what's the best way to do that? Mm. Come visit me on rarebreed at uh, dot com. <laughs> so R E I R breed as in species or type or style dot com. Um, you can also find me on Instagram or find me on, you know, Facebook, but really just, if you get on my website and get on my about me page or about mm. us about page, I will message you back. <laughs> um, yeah. honestly, you can even call me. Can I get my phone number? So, yeah, definitely. Okay. If you, if you need support, give me a call. My number is 951-395-1883. Um, as a Google number, please do not blow it up. 
but you know, you have my number if you need it. <laughs> I'm happy to. Uh, can you repeat that again one more time? Yeah, it's 951 395 1883. 1883. 951 395 1883. And the website is rarebreed, R E I R B R E E D.com. And also, Tatiana here, uh, she has LinkedIn. It's Tatiana Alford, T A T Y A N A A L F O R D, Alford. So, again, it, it's pretty lovely to have you in our show. Tatiana, it's our pleasure. It's our honor. Thank you so much, Jim, for having me. This has been awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much a lot. And for our listeners, another drop of liquid gold that we received from Tatiana right here. Pretty amazing individual. So everyone, see you in the next episode. Cheers. <laughs>